Shifu says he can't wait to get started, but unfortunately, that's where we have to end the clip this this morning. Hope that broadcasted okay. Hope that was um, enjoyable for you. So up to this point, things have gone a completely different direction than Poe expected, right? I mean, it seems like Poe had always dreamed about being this heroic kung fu fighter, but to actually be chosen to be the dragon warrior, well, nobody, not even Ugwe, the the master turtle, seems that he even saw that coming. It was very unlikely of a possibility. So this didn't seem like it went according to anyone's plans, but that's the thing about one's true purpose in life. God's purpose for our life is far beyond what we often plan for ourselves. Our message today is entitled Divine Purpose. Um, And the Bible quote that we're going to be reading um, from this morning is from Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21. Let me read that for us. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Just like Poe had dreams and desires of greater and bigger things in life than the life that he was living, we also, as human beings, have dreams. We also have desires of a life that is greater and bigger than ourselves. A life that's filled with meaning, a life that's filled with purpose and significance. The reason for this, the Bible tells us, and here's our first point if you're following along in your booklet or notes, is that God planted eternity in the human heart. Eternity is your blank word there. Let's read together in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11. I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. God has made everything beautiful and appropriate in its time. What this means is that God has made everything with a beautiful order and fit And all of creation fits perfectly together in a coherent and purposeful way. And this reflects God, who is our creator, who created all things, that he is perfect. He is of God of order. He puts things in beauty and harmony. And the verse goes on to say here in Ecclesiastes 3, that God has also planted eternity, a sense of divine purpose in the human heart, a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. Yet man cannot find out, comprehend, grasp what God has done, his overall plan from the beginning to the end. So what we're learning from the truth in this verse is that God planted eternity into every person's heart. That is why every human that's been born in this world, we long for eternal things 
the things that this temporal, temporary world cannot ever satisfy. And God created us this way so that this mysterious longing that we have would drive you and me to him who is the source of true and eternal life. Let me read a quote from C.S. Lewis in his book, Mere Christianity. It ties in this really well. C.S. Lewis says, If I find my, in myself a desire which no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. If none of my earthly pleasures satisfy it, that does not prove the universe is a fraud Probably earthly pleasures were never meant to satisfy it, but only to arouse it, to suggest the real thing. The real thing that C.S. Lewis is talking about is God. Every good thing on earth that we experience is simply meant to arouse and awaken the truth that you and I actually have been made for another world. So we don't live for this world. If we do, we, we, it, it becomes a, a dead end. Literally, it's a dead end. Instead, what the author of Ecclesiastes is pointing us to is, is to live for God. Anything that is of any lasting and good value is in God because our purpose that we desire for, our sense of meaning that we desire for in this world, our divine purpose, I would say specifically, is found only in God. The prophet Jeremiah makes this profound confession before the Lord. Jeremiah 10, 23. I know, Lord, that a person's way is not in himself, nor is it in a person who walks to direct his steps. The world will tell you, that in order to find your purpose and your meaning in life, what you need to do is look deep within yourself. And I will tell you that is absolutely the worst place for you to look for such an incredible, important value. It, all you will find if you decide to look and there is a gigantic, eternal size hole that God Put in there to lead you to him. But without God, all it is, is a big empty hole. And it leaves you empty because nothing in this world will satisfy it except God. A person's way is not in himself. A person's way is in God. Nor is it in a person who walks to direct his step. Meaning, a person who, who can walk and can plan and walk out those plans, they can, we can all do that, but it's not in a person to actually direct our own steps to God's eternal purpose, to his divine purpose for life. That's God's job. He's the one who directs our steps. Proverbs 16.9 makes this incredibly clear. The mind of a person plans his way, but... The Lord directs his steps. My friends, we have, God gives us the freedom to dream and to plan and to, you know, 
think about what our purpose would be in this world and what would make give us pleasure and joy. But listen, it's the Lord's purpose that will always prevail. And you are meant for this divine prevailing purpose of God. God wants to direct your steps to this purpose. But the question is, who are you looking to for this purpose? Where are you looking to for this purpose? Is it in God or is it in something else? 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. God is telling you, my friend, to give all your stress and worries about the future because he cares for you. Your future is extremely important, but it's also very big. It fits perfectly in the hands of God, but in your hands and in your mind, it is crushing, it is damaging. So will you give and cast yours to him because God tells you he cares for you. Amen? Amen. Okay, let's switch gears now. And we're going to transition into some discussion time and take some of these truths that we looked at in God's word and we'll mix it together with real life. It's actually what the truths of God are. Are meant for. So these discussion questions are both on the sermon notes and in the activity booklets. And um, there's some alternative discussion questions for kids as well, if those are more appropriate. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to have breakout sessions in your gatherings or random ones, uh, some random small groups. If you're not in a gathering, we'll have 15 minutes and we'd love for you to engage everyone. Now there's a few fill in the blank um, question, um, words to fill out. So let me go through them now and then we'll break out into our small groups and gatherings. Discussion question number one, if needed, go ahead and share names and then answer the question. Would you rather be the best at your worst job or the worst at your dream job? Dream is your keyword there. Number two, what are some desires, which is the word for you to put in, in you that this world has not been able to fully satisfy? And number three, why is it difficult for many of us to trust God completely with our future? Future is your blank word there. Okay, we'll have 15 minutes here. We'll send out a a notice, kind of a one-minute warning, and then bring you back after that. And we'll wrap up our service after this. We'll see you back in 15 minutes. But hopefully you were able to get some discussion in. Just as we're coming coming back here, I want to put on uh, a quick movie trivia question just so... For us to get back into the swing of things here. Here's the question for us. How much food can a panda hold in its belly? A, up to 5 kilograms, 11 pounds. B, up to 9 kilograms, 20 pounds. C, up to 12 kilograms, 26 pounds. Or D, up to 20 kilograms, 44 pounds. Go ahead and put your answer into the chat and see which one it is. A, B, C, or D. And we'll see which one is the popular one. Okay. A lot of Ds. A lot of Ds. Okay. The answer is actually 
C, up to 12 kilograms, 26 pounds. Pandas can eat up to 12 hours in a day, up to 26 pounds or 12 kilograms of food. All right, let's get into our um, concluding part of our message. You know, last week, if you were here and listened to the message, we talked about how God is putting on our hearts to put a greater focus on making disciples through groups. And I believe this is a really great start to the year, um, giving just every one of us who are participating a, a little taste of what happens in our gatherings in hopes to encourage more of you to perhaps join one, engage in with what God is doing in and through the nations. All right, here's the truth um, I would love to leave you with as we um, looked at the video clip, kind of generated from the video clip. Truth number two, God will give you the desires of your heart. We talked about how God planted eternity in the human heart to long after the things that transcend time and this world, including God's eternal purpose for our life. And God alone is the one who directs us towards this divine purpose. But here's a big question. What if we generally, even as a Christian, don't want what God wants for our lives. For example, we've been talking about the purpose for a Christian's life is to go and make disciples of all the nations. We get that, but what if that's not genuinely what I want to be the whole of my life? So perhaps we're fearful of that. Perhaps we feel inadequate about it. It feels grand or far-fetched, kind of how like maybe Poe and every else, everyone else felt about him being the dragon warrior, or simply God's divine purpose for our life doesn't just align with my plans for my life. I think that's a real struggle. In fact, if you've struggled with that, you're not weird. Um, we all struggle with that to some degree. In fact, you're probably weird if you haven't struggled with that. But if this is where you are, then I would like to share this word of God with you. Psalms 37, verse 4 through 5. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Okay, understand this. I want to make sure that we're clear on this point. God never gives to us something that goes directly against his will. Why? Because that's sin. And that's not what this means. He's not giving you anything you want. But if you choose to delight yourself in the Lord and you make that the focus, and that is what you do day in and day out to delight yourself in God, Listen to this. God will give you the desires of your heart. He will give to you the desire to do His will. He will give to you the want to fulfill His divine purposes. And I don't know about you, but that is so important. It's not just that we know what God's purpose is, but it's that drive and that passion and that desire to do it because God and his will are one in the same. You cannot separate the person of God from his heart 
and his will. They are always the same. So when you delight in the person of God, in who he is, guess what? His heart becomes your heart. His passion becomes your passion. And he will direct your steps to see his purpose prevail in and through you. Uh, 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 An 18th century theologian and preacher made this statement, Charles Bridges. He said, I have found more in Christ than I have ever expected to want. I love that. I have found more in Christ than I ever expected to want. We desperately need the purposes of God to be our purposes from the inside out. So Christian, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart and commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it. So what I ask of all of us, encourage you with is to resist that old temptation that was brought by Satan into the garden to the first man and first woman where God said to them to not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because if they did they would surely die but the the serpent said to them in a blatant lie you will certainly not die for God knows when you eat from it your eyes will be open and you will be like God knowing good from evil that temptation that we often feel about our own dreams, our own desires, our own plans, is the same temptation that Satan brought in, the, in Genesis to us now, that God doesn't want you to have what is really good for you, what will really make you happy. So you need to take that for yourself. That is the lie. No, God's divine purpose for your life is the absolute best for you do not doubt that resist the temptation that the enemy brings to you to doubt god's goodness for your life and if you do if you if you i mean excuse me if you if you don't resist it and if you believe that lie you will never surrender your dreams your future and your will to god never so that's the heart of it. We've got to trust that what God wants for us, it may be bigger, it may be different, but it's the best for us. So here are the words of a very well-known verse, but I believe they are more than just a well-known verse. So they are the eternal, life-giving words of God. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, brief messages today, but I pray that the Holy Spirit has worked those truths in your heart. Let's close now our service together in worship of God. Again, we'll also post up right now the information for our tithes and offerings if you would like to use this time to give your offering to the Lord or under the time in the week. But let's praise God right now for his provisions. Let's let's give to him our offerings out of thankfulness of our hearts 
as well as being stewards of God's kingdom. So let's join our hearts together and sing to Him our adoration and worship.
Yes, Lord, there is no one like you. And we praise you and we thank you for being our God, the one who directs our steps, whose purposes always prevail. Father, work in our hearts the words that you desire for us to know so that, Lord, we are aligned with you in all that you do. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for working in and through us. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. So thankful that we were able to do this together this morning. Hope it was um, a good experience and that God was able to work through the service time. Happy New Year again. Wonderful way to start, I believe, 2021. Enjoy the rest of the week. Have a great, wonderful time with family today and friends and see you the next week. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.